Welcome to the Crimson Circle Monthly Shout. We're here at the Connection Center in Louisville, Colorado, and we're getting ready to see if we can invite more Adamas in. I think, I really believe that last month was quite the month, so I'm excited and a little nervous. <laughs> but I'm sure Adamas won't disappoint us. So, again, as Jeff is getting ready for Adamus or St. Germain, whatever mix of that is here, we are here. We're here in the studio, and we're here with you, and we invite everyone to start this event with a good deep breath. So I invite each of us to take that good deep conscious breath. Let the energies flow with each breath into the heart of you. Take the good deep breath and remember that we're breathing as the human, the master, and the I am. Take a good deep breath and feel that. Breathe with that. Breathe, opening all your senses, human and divine, Breathe, the I am present, I am here. As we go into this channel, we're going to play some music. It's kind of that sweet transition into the channel. So stay with the good deep breath as the music begins. Breathe with it and allow it. And as the music, as you listen to this, imagine this as your Atlantean self calling out to your human in the now. Allow that and be with the good deep breath. You saw my pain Washed out in the rain And broken glass Saw the blood run from my veins But you saw no fall No cracks in my heart You knelt beside My hope torn apart But the ghosts that we knew Will flicker from view And will live a long life So give me hope in the darkness that I will see the light Cause oh, they gave me such a fright But I will hold as long as you like Just promise me we'll be alright Thank you. 
St. Germain. Let's take a good deep breath together as we begin this day. Mm. Now, 
I know a lot of you listening in, a lot of you here at the Connection Center don't think you can feel anything. But I would think you just felt something. I would think that you just felt something. But what it is right now actually doesn't matter. And I would actually implore you not to try to put words to it, not to try to figure it out, but to just take a moment to really feel that you just felt something. Let's take a good deep breath into that. Yes, something's happening. And you might have some human anxiety about it. You might not know exactly what it is. A human might be going, please, tell, tell us, Adamus, exactly what's happening. Ah, oh, just feel it. You know what's happening. A human may not be able to put it into words right now, but you know what's happening. Hmm. By the way, I was at the Ascended Masters Club earlier. I was giving a lecture. Now, what Calderon as human mind doesn't quite realize is that I can do many things at one time. I could be giving a lecture, I could be sleeping, I could be having a fine meal in Paris, and I can be here listening in on your conversations. And this is a good note for all of you. Stop being so damn linear. You're the and, you can do many things at one time. But I, I was giving a lecture this morning. It was kind of, um, it was called by some of the other ascended masters who are working with human groups. Uh, they, they called it uh, suddenly, and I said, I'm, I'm, I'm busy on this June 1st, 2019. This is my shout day. This is my one big day out of the month where I get to shine and, and be rude. <laughs> and I said, this is what I live for. This is what I am. He said, no, 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 Adamus, we have to know before you go down there. We have to know. How are you doing this? You're, you, we admit we're way behind. We admit that we're still struggling with our... How are you doing this? We're still struggling with our groups. And here you are, breezing off into the beyond with Shambra all around the world. What, what are you doing? I was a little reluctant to tell them. I mean, not that we're competitive, but... <laughs> but you know, we were all human at one time, so there's that, there's that kind of fun trait, uh, being first, being on top. But I stretched it out a little bit, and I said, I, I don't know, I, I don't know if I can really jam it into my tight schedule. You know, I have to get down there, and I have to talk to Calder and get him from stop being so nervous, and I have to go to Linda and get her stop worrying about what I'm going to say. And, you know, I'm, it takes a while. I don't just pop in. I, I go there hours, sometimes days ahead of time. But they insisted. So I said, it's quite simple. It's very, very simple. Here's what it's all about. You, you have spiritual teachers, most who are full of a lot of macchio. You have spiritual beings, humans, who are kind of lost. And they're trying to, they're trying to break through. They're trying to uh, be more spiritual. They're trying to be enlightened or ascend. Or actually, the majority of them just want to be a little richer and a little healthier. But I said, the problem is that you're doing it with your students, and they're doing it 
the, from within the mind. You're trying to get beyond the very thing that we learned so much about uh, from the times of Atlantis to now, and you're trying to do it from within the mind, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. The mind will create a maze, a puzzle. The mind will create a huge game pretending that it's getting somewhere, and it never actually does. So you have to go beyond the mind. You have to get out of it. Well, it's kind of a stunned silence like there is here now. <laughs> huh? And they said, how do you go beyond the mind? How, how do you do this from beyond the mind? Because everything for the human is within the mind. How do you do that? And I said, well, it hasn't been easy. This was my biggest challenge when I came in to work with Shambra. How do we, how do we go beyond? How do we go from out here to change what's in here if everything is locked in here? I said, it's a lot of distraction. It requires a lot of distraction. It requires a tremendous amount of a, a commitment from every, every Shambra who's, who's in this kind of a transformation. It requires a lot of laughing, and it requires that we have some mechanisms, uh, which we are going to explore here today, that get us out there to deal with what's in here. And I said, but I've got it even tougher than any of the rest of you saints up here. I've got it tougher because I'm dealing with the very group that put us in here. The very group that got us into the mind. I'm dealing with them, so you can imagine how difficult it is. Uh, there's a lot of guilt that the dragon is helping to bring up right now. There's a lot of denial. A lot of denial. Oh, it wasn't me. No, I didn't do all this. Yes, it was. <laughs> a tremendous amount of denial. Uh, there, there's a lot of mental activity, because if you were one of the ones to help put on the old headbands, there's going to be a, a whole lot of issues having to do with that. So I said, it's particularly difficult, but we're going to take that energy, or that, we're going to take that mindset, so to speak, and we're going to use that very thing to go beyond. And there was another hush that fell over the crowd. And they said, but isn't that isn't that enough to drive one crazy? <laughs> and I said, absolutely. I said, my chambre, my, my chambre, <laughs> are <laughs> we ought to get a, a, one of those soundtracks. Oh, oh, my chambre right now, that's what they're going through. I said, I laid it on them last month. I laid a lot of stuff on them last month. I laid it on them last month. You got this thing that's going to be happening within 45 to 60 days. Oh, did they panic? Did they panic? Uh, so many of them, I'm not going to die. Uh, what's going to happen to me? Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And I said, but that's exactly what we're doing right now, and that's what they're going to be feeling and experiencing, each one in, in their own way. There's not going to be much about the physical this month. There'll be some residual, but it's going to be what's occurring up here. They're going to forget everything. 
not going to be able to put the pieces together like they have been in the past, they're going to, they're going to, their logic isn't going to work so well anymore. And I said, and that's exactly what we're doing. But I said, you know, I'm going to sum it all up. And Linda, if you would write this, because it was so masterly. I'm going to sum it all up. For all of you, my Ascended Masters listening to my lecture, I'm going to sum it up. And it's pretty simple, but it's one of those things that's going to have you wondering about it for a long time. What did he really mean? I'm going to sum it all up, and it's this simple. You're crazy until you're not. You're crazy until you're not. That's it. And that's what you're all going through here right now. You're crazy until you're not. What that means is, as long as you consider yourself going crazy, okay, you will be. As long as you consider yourself crazy compared to other people, crazy compared to your own past, crazy for having thoughts that are different, that are difficult to define, that defy science and regular logic, well, then you're crazy. As long as you're considering your dreams to be just uh, made up, not real, as long as you're considering that uh, some of your, your true desires in life are, are just crazy dreams, well, then you're crazy until you're not. Not being when you accept that you're not crazy. What you are experiencing and feeling, the knowingnesses that you have that you can't define, those, those tremendous feelings within, those, you all have them, these kind of um, breakthrough moments, and you just get it for a period of time. And then, and then, of course, then you close down and you think, oh, that was just, I'm just nonsense making that up. It is not. You're crazy until you're not. You're crazy until you realize this isn't crazy. This is not crazy. This is natural. It's real. It's expanded. When you try to put yourself back into that limited world, the blue world, that's crazy. That's crazy. But, but you're back there amongst a lot of other blue people uh, and with the whole blue reality. And, and then, then your mind settles down and says, oh, you see, I'm, I'm back here now. I must not be crazy. But, well, you know, you know what it's like. You keep getting that little thing in your mind saying, but you're crazy. But you're nuts. This is, this is, why can't I just lead a normal, regular? Why do I have to hear voices? Why do I have to get these uh, overwhelming feelings? Why is it I have such a yearning to be something else? Oh, it must be something wrong with me. They tell me that I'm just supposed to uh, accept who I am, what I am. No. No. It's not about that. It's not about putting yourself back into crazy land. It's about now breaking free, emerging, emerging from that. You're crazy until you're not. Meaning, once you take a deep breath and you realize, hey, this isn't crazy. This is more real, more natural. This is more freedom than anything else. Then you're not crazy anymore. When you stop putting that label on yourself, Stop walking and talking like a crazy person. 
you stop having crazy people dreams uh, in your life. We're going to talk a little bit more today about dreams. Uh, you stop being a, 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 the crazy dreamer, and now you're real. Now you're real. Over the course of history, a lot of greats were considered to be crazy. Leonardo da Vinci, uh, considered to be a total nut job in his time. He, he couldn't make appointments. He, he couldn't finish a painting. Uh, he, he couldn't uh, really have any sort of real relationships with other people. He was eccentric, always doodling and drawing. He was crazy until he wasn't. Until suddenly he realized that he was communing, opening up with things that are all around, that, that are here but just cannot be seen with the human eye or perceived with the human senses, but are here. And you know it. It's sad when I see you, your mind negate things that are really here. Negate it because you say, I don't want to be that crazy guy or that crazy girl. I, I'm just going to conform. You cannot conform any longer. That's it. You've gone too far. You cannot conform. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. You're more real. You're more sensual. You're more multidimensional. You're more authentic than any of the ones who have ever called you crazy. And they will come back someday and realize and admit that, no, you weren't crazy. And they're going to apologize for calling you that. And you're going to have some big aspects coming around apologizing for your own aspects, for calling you crazy. You're not. You're crazy until you're not, meaning get over it. And then suddenly you're not crazy. Suddenly you are brilliant. No, really, you are brilliant. You are a genius. Uh, that's what they're going to say, or at least what you'll say. I'm a damn genius. <laughs> You are unbelievably creative. You are such a being of multi-dimension. You're crazy until you're not. So let's just get over that crazy part right now. Let's take a deep breath. You're not crazy. I know crazy. And you're not crazy. Crazy, actually, if we were going to define it, it's not ones who fly and who soar to heights that they know nothing of, but yet feel that there's something there. Crazy is not, are not the ones who soar. Crazy are the ones who keep going deeper and deeper and deeper into a very limited reality, looking for answers. That is crazy. Crazy is repeating the same patterns lifetime after lifetime, hoping for a different result. That's crazy. Crazy is when uh, one starts taking these medications, these mind drugs, and it gets them so deeply embedded in the blue, in the nothing. That's crazy. That's really crazy. Crazy is trying to conform yourself so that you're no longer yourself. You're the conformity of everybody else. That's crazy. You're not crazy. 
No, you're, you're pioneers. You're, you're ventures out into the other realms. You're the ones who are willing to take on new. I'll come back to this later in, in this discussion, but you know, we've talked for a long time about the, the I am is the consciousness, the awareness. I am, I exist. The Master is the one who brings all the experiences to wisdom, cleans up, is the one at the backside of the elephant parade, cleaning up all the stuff, composting it, getting it back to the, the basics. That's the Master. The human is the one who experiences new. Crazy is when you're not doing new. When you, the human, are held back, you're not into new. You're repeating old patterns. That will drive you crazy. The human is all about new, but yet, for a lot of reasons, they haven't been doing it in a long time. Keep doing the same old patterns. You're going into the new, and while a part of you might think, well, that's crazy. <laughs> Why would I want to go into the new when I don't know what it is, or where it is, or what it will do to me? Why would I possibly want new in my life? I just, hell, I'm, I haven't done a good job with the old. Why would I want new in my life? It's crazy not to go into the new, because that's the human's job, new experience. And when you're not doing experience, when you're not going into the new, then you're crazy. Then you're negating the very reason the human facet is here in the first place. Then you're, you're suffocating yourself, you're suffocating your soul, literally almost. I mean, because it's not getting its daily um, ration of new and experience. And then when you're not into the new, when you're not out experiencing as the human is designed to do, well, then the, the master has no poop to clean up behind, because it's just the, it's the same old crap. <laughs> We're going into the new, I mean, in so many ways. And yes, the, the human, the human uh, worries once in a while, what's going to happen? Where is it going to go? But I, I ask you, I challenge you to feel into it. Part of the human says, I, I'm not so sure about this, but you already know. I mean, you already know. I know that. You already know where we go next. Maybe not definable in your words or even your thoughts, but your nost knows. Let that come forward today. I'll take a good deep breath into the new. Yeah, we're not going to be repeating old patterns. That, that's for sure. Anyway, I love that. I love what I told the, the other Ascended Masters. I said, um, as far as the humans uh, goes, you're crazy until you're not. And it took them a moment, as, as wise and as smart as they're supposed to be. It, yeah, they were human at one time, so they're a little slow on the trigger once in a while. But there, a hush fell over the Ascended Masters Club, as, and they took this in, you're crazy until you're not. And then, one by one, over 9,000 Ascended Masters getting to their feet and applauding. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I noticed you didn't get to your feet, but that's okay. Don't, don't. 
It, it, was, it was truly a defining moment because, uh, and it's about you. It's about you. It's about the work we're doing, about the, oh, it's challenging. It's difficult uh, at times. Uh, it's rough at times. And particularly what we're doing now, literally going beyond the mind. Can't do it from within the mind, but it does feel crazy when you go outside of the mind. Let's take a good deep breath for that. And before we go any farther, uh, let's put on a little music. And uh, I want to do a very short, eh, it's not really a marab, but it's an experience. Ooh, brought me food today. And let's put on a little music and turn down the lights. Pardon me. Mm. Before we go any further today, I'd like to, all of us, to visit uh, some place. A place that doesn't exist on the physical planet, doesn't need to. A place that doesn't take up any space or any time. It's, it's very timeless. But a place that's deeply personal for, for all of you, deeply personal. I'd like for us to visit the house of Shambra today. It's the house that you built, starting over 2,000 years ago. You know, just out of nothingness, thin air, I guess you'd say, well, you can create a house. A house is, well, some would call it a dimension. I call it a, a point of consciousness, point of awareness. And a house can be one person, one being, one angel. Or it can be a whole group like the House of Chambra. We have a House of Kihak where we meet in twice a month. It's, well, it's a point of consciousness, a point of gathering and collection. And I'd like you to come into this house today of Chambra. And without trying to define anything in terms of what the human mind would define as color, shape, size, I invite you to just feel the energies here. It's your house. And feel how it's changed from the very times of Yeshua to now, but particularly in these last 20 years, how that house of Shambra has changed. This is a space that you've created. It, it contains tremendous wisdom. It's an energetic library of sorts. I mean, there's not really books there, but there, there are all the experiences and the insights that, that you've ever, ever had, ever done, and along with all the other Shambra, even, even the ones who have left, who have gone, the ones who have crossed over as well. And the best kind of analogy I could give it, it's like, it's like an incredible crystal, but not a hard physical crystal, just an incredible crystal. 
It's been infused with your essence, knowingness, your wisdom, your everything. Let yourself feel into this house of Chambro. You're a part of it. And it continues to grow every every day that you're you're in life, you're living. It continues to expand every time we, we have a gathering. The reason why I asked you to come here today, the House of Chambra, because it's a it's a non-mental place. There's no logic here. There doesn't need to be. There's no hierarchy. There's no order. It doesn't need to be. Feel into it for a moment and feel your part right here in, in this house of Chambra. This is the gift right here that you're going to be leaving behind. There'll be a time when you when you move beyond, no longer coming back to Earth. No longer even in a non-physical way, really connecting so much back to Earth. But this beautiful crystalline energy, this is the gift you're leaving for Earth. It's a culmination of all your lifetimes. It's, uh, it's really that coming to embodied realization. You know, as crazy as it sounds, <laughs> but nothing's nothing's crazy anymore. Nothing's crazy. I mean, yeah, crazy. You look out into the world, politics, business. That, you know, a lot of that's crazy, but nothing is really that crazy anymore. You're going to be leaving this gift, and you know, the, at the very core, of the Earth, as crazy as it sounds, it's not a bunch of molten lava. Scientists like to think so, but I don't know a scientist that's been down there yet. So, no, at the very core of this planet Earth is is a crystal, a huge crystal. Some would say maybe it's physical. I don't know. Maybe it's not, but there's a crystalline structure. There, there has to be. Otherwise, the planet wouldn't be here. There's a crystalline structure at the very core of this Earth. In these next few years that we have together, we're going to be taking this crystalline energy of Chambra, the house of Chambra, and connecting it. Not right now, it's a little too early to do that. We're going to take this house of Chambra, we're going to connect it right to the core of the very earth so that. Everyone who comes after you, I'll be able to tap into that. 
in their everyday life. That's the gift you're going to be leaving behind, a beautiful gift. The house of Chambra. And such a big part of it in this gift is going to be breaking out, breaking out of limitation, breaking out of the land of blue. And there's going to be kind of a, it's going to be kind of coded, kind of in a code for those who are ready for it. I was going to say, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. No, actually, you're more in touch with yourself than any other group of humans. And you doubt yourself, of course. You fight yourself. You you try to take what is from your heart, from your dreams, from your knowingness. You try to put that into logic. It doesn't work so well. But you're not crazy. And when we do our connection at some point with the house of Chambra into the very core of Earth, it's probably going to be one of the biggest things that stands out for those who are ready to hear it. You're crazy until you're not. Until you're not, till you realize that, oh no, I'm really not. I was actually, the word isn't quite right, but I, I was right all the way along. I just didn't let myself realize it. Let's take a good deep breath here in the house of Chambra. Ah, I hear all the questions already. When are we going to do this connection? We, we have some other things to do first, such as my first question of the day. But first, I want to, I want to talk just a little bit about our gathering last month, a little summary. Again, to really set yourself free as an embodied master on the planet, you have to be able to go beyond the mind. The mind will keep you in this land of blue. It will keep you limited. It'll keep you in logic. It'll keep you in uh, a type of uh, control. It, it will keep you from seeing uh, the, 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 all the energies that are in the room right now, entities. They're around. And you're not crazy if you, if you see them or feel them. You don't have to see them with your eyes, but feel them. They're all around. But the mind blocks that all out. Blocks it all out. And as we talked about last month, with the Atlantean headbands. Now, some wondered, is this like a story? Is it a metaphor, or was it real? Were there really headbands in Atlantis? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Feel into it. Allow what you want to allow. There could have been these headbands. There could have been the intense, uh, the use of intense energies on the mind, for the sake of conformity for the sake of common experience, for the sake of uh, better communications amongst humans, for the sake of creating kind of a oneness in society. And then with the intense energies of the crystals, attuned in just the right way, directed in just the right way, you get zapped, uh, 
again, not, not a sinister plot, but you got zapped for the sake of conformity, oneness, standardization. Yeah. Or it could just be a metaphor, if you prefer that way. That over a course of times, humans just got more and more into the mind, more and more mental. They, they began to worship intelligence. They, they forgot about things like knowingness. Uh, um, they forgot about, uh, well, nost. And that, that was reinforced with things like church, education, and now drugs, medications. These medications that I'm not fond of at all, the SSRIs. And, and that's, by the way, the new headband. The new headband, those medications. And there'll be some groups that maybe 100, 200 years from now will be sitting here like, kind of like we are, saying, yeah, you were the scientist that invented those. You were the drug company executive that pushed them. You were the pharmacist that uh, gave them away like candy, the doctor that prescribed them to anybody, no matter you – know, somebody walked in and said, oh, I cut my finger, and you, you, the doctor said, here, take some of these. You'll feel better. Maybe there'd be a group sitting here 150 years ago – or from now, rather – 150 years that says, okay, you're the ones who peddled these drugs. Now we got to get out of that. But back to the point. Headbands, yeah, but if, if it doesn't feel right, look at just the development of the mind over a long time. So last month we talked about the, these headbands, that banging noise. How many, how many heard that even after the shout, the bang, bang in the mind? It's always there, by the way. It's always there, whether you think uh, it, it is or not. It's there, you've just tuned out of it. It's always there. Well, it, for a little while, we'll get over that. So we had this uh, rather uh, interesting big talk last month and said, okay, you were the ones who kind of started this whole headband thing, fashion of the time, let's, uh, let's conform, let's actually wear these things. So you're the ones that have to get out of it first. That, that, was, that had a big impact last month, a big impact. But I see you're back for more. Here we are. Okay, now, question of the day, Shambra Wisdom, question of the day. We've been talking a lot about the, the mind and the brain. Uh, a little differentiation here. The brain is the, this vessel on, that sits on top of your head. Uh, it is an electromagnetic uh, chemical device, uh, your, the brain that's on your head. Now, I use the word mind, which is really the, uh, the psyche. Uh, it's the kind of the human spirit in a way, the human intelligence. It actually doesn't reside in your brain, believe it or not. I use the word mind, and for some of you, uh, particularly in uh, some of the uh, German-speaking countries, this uh, is a little challenging at times because mind is similar to, I guess, ghost or spirit. But here the spirit is of the human mentality. The brain is simply a processor. The brain's a, an amazing processor, and that's all it is. The brain is so good, it knows how to take a, a wide spectrum of energy and consciousness and reduce it down. The brain can take elevation and, and bring it into limitation. It's really good at that. 
So it's the processor. It sits on top of your head. The mind uh, are the things that uh, come as a result of that transformation into uh, what you would call confined or lower consciousness. That's, that's what the mind has, and that's, that's what the mind does. We'll get into more of that in just a moment. But question I have for you today, Linda with the microphone, please. Ready? Depends on the question. <laughs> Anybody else want to do the microphone today? <laughs> question. And I'm speaking here of the mind, the, the human mental psyche. Go ahead. Go ahead what? Find somebody. Uh, ready? Ah. So, and I'm going to ask you not to think about it, but rather to feel into it, to nost it. What are the vulnerabilities of the mind? Now, the mind is very boxed in, very limited. And we're talking here about the difficulty of getting out of the mind. How do we do all this without thinking? Because that's just going to get you more. But there's some, there's some cracks in the egg, so to speak. There's a few back doors in the mind. What do you think they are? The first thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's the difficulty. Even the vocabulary supports the mind. What my sense is, or the best way I can get out of mine, is to go to nothingness. To go to nothingness, okay. So I think nothingness might be a vulnerability of mind. Okay. Are, are you successful in going to nothingness? I am. I'm not successful in staying there. In staying there, okay. Yes. What happens when you're in nothingness? Why can't you just stay there? I start thinking about things, and sure. I don't even realize it, and then I'm really angry that I got out. Yeah. The mind has to fill the void. Yes. That's what the mind does. It has to fill the void. It cannot stand nothingness. Exactly. The mind doesn't understand there never is nothingness. There's just things beyond the mind's comprehension. So when you go into a place of nothingness, it's not nothing. It is just what the mind cannot comprehend, and it's going to it's going to open the floodgates and fill that nothingness with as much as it possibly can. Yes. Three times as much as it normally would be filling that space. So then what happens? Uh, the, you're in nothingness. Suddenly you're flooded with thoughts. What do you do next? I realize I'm thinking about them, and I get mad, and then I go back into nothingness. <laughs> yes. And then after you go back into nothingness, then what happens? They come back again. And they come back again. <laughs> and then how does this all end? Uh, in one of these bouts uh, with nothingness? It can end two ways. The best way is when I can stay there for a while, mm -hmm. and that's just absolute relief. It's mm -hmm. the only place I really feel good right mm -hmm. now. Or I get up and go do what the mind is telling me to do. Right, right. It's making problems and trying to solve them. Yeah. What's the longest sustained time you've ever had with nothingness? Um, probably only a few hours. A few hours, okay. And that was a trick question because if you're in nothingness, you wouldn't have any awareness of time <laughs> and it wouldn't yeah. really matter. No, it's very, very difficult. And you, you'll have brief moments of, of that, uh, the beauty of nothingness, which actually is not, but the mind will fill it up. And the mind will actually play along with you for a little while and say, okay, you be in nothingness for a little while here. 
and you pretend you're in nothingness, but watch what happens in about 47 <laughs> minutes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it fills it back up. And then it's so damn frustrating. And you're like, what did I do wrong? And do I have to go off to sit on a mountaintop in, in India uh, uh, and, and learn how to do this? Nah. Nah. Because their minds are filled with the same crap. They're just sitting on a mountaintop. You know? Yeah, good. Thank you. Next. More. What are the vulnerabilities, the openings, the, the crack in the egg? What, what is it? Uli was begging for the mic. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I saw that, Linda. Uh, the first thing that came up was um, the energies from other people, but I don't know if I understand the question. Mm -hmm. Vulnerable? Yeah. Vulnerable. So you're trapped in the mind. There's a prison yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the mind. And the mind would like to have you believe you cannot get out of the prison, ever. Okay. You are okay. trapped there. You, you are a slave of the mind. Yeah. But I can tell you, there's, there is a way out. How, okay. What is that way? What's, the, what's the, uh, the flaw in the mental system? What is the glitch in the matrix, Calder is telling me. And oh, difficult question. To have a concussion. <laughs> You're lost. You're thinking too much about it. Yeah. It's spontaneous. It just you yeah. just say it, and then part of you can say, "Oh, that sounds so crazy." Yeah, you're crazy until yeah, you're not. Yeah. yeah. The first it came was something from outside crashes inside. Something, okay, yeah. something from outside crashes. Okay, do you want that? Um, yeah, why not? Why I, not? Can okay. I can leave it through, let yeah. it through. Yeah. It, it kind of is something from the outside, yeah. kind of. I mean, you're, you're, you're getting there. You're, you're on. See, if you'd have just gone with that first crazy thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, thank you. Uh, a couple more. What's, what's that vulnerability? Let's ask a, let's ask a crazy Chambre psychologist. <laughs> oh, good, good. What's, what's the crack in the egg, the glitch in the, in the matrix? The knowing, there's just this knowing that, that you just know it, and you yes. don't know what you know, but you know that you know. Okay, now there. you're sitting here in the zoo in your mind, <laughs> and you know that you know. Uh, okay, mm -hmm. but now how do you, how do you get it, go beyond the, the mind? The question of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what would you tell a client of yours? Um, I definitely talk about the feeling of it's 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 just a a yes or a it's just the feeling that you know and you can't even explain it. Right, right. So. It's, this it's, isn't doing your crazy client a lot of good <laughs> no, here. No. <laughs> They're like, what uh, is she talking about? I know, because when you talk about the heart or the, that can be so mental. Sure, and the mind is going to turn about, the heart into, yeah, yeah the mind is so, great at that. So it's a, a wisdom that yes. is our nost. Right. And um, certainly many people have had the experience of, of knowing something and following yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And knowing it and not following it. Yes. And you can definitely compare how well those two experiences go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of times, so you have a knowingness and you follow it, and, and the mind jumps in, uh -huh. laughing and laughing. Yeah. And like, okay, I'll, I'll let them pretend that they're following something, but it's going to be a dead end path. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and that's one of the frustrations. That's what, what I lectured about this morning with the Ascended Masters. There's so many spiritual teachers on the planet, but they're working from within the mind, and you never get out. Or you could say, okay, we're going to dig a tunnel deep underneath this prison, go beyond the mind, and the mind is just laughing and said, yeah, when you emerge from that tunnel, you're still going to be in the prison, no matter what. So it's, a, it's, it's a challenge. Mm -hmm. It's a big one. Good. A couple more. We've got some real wisdom. Let's try the face per of youth. Percolating. Let's try. <laughs> um, I think the mind only has the past as its point of reference. Mm -hmm. So every time I feel like I've created something new that's mm -hmm. out of my patterns, right. it's been something that mine never thought was possible right. based on my past experiences. And the mind then doesn't surrender, but the greater part of me gets, I believe more in the greater part of me. Mm -hmm. um, and the mind will still fool you. Mm -hmm. The mind, the mind is, it's, it's kind of like, it actually it's pretty fascinating because it's still going to fool you. It will, it will feed out the line to you. And, and it really loves doing that with people on the spiritual path. It's going to feed out line, yes, you're on the spiritual path. Mm -hmm. Keep searching, keep searching. But it's all within the mind and you never get out. And again, the, the very purpose of my, my lecture this morning, uh, I, I should get a copy of that and, and have it sent to you. Uh, <laughs> it was a brilliant lecture. Um, but uh, yeah, the mind is still going to play games. So mm -hmm. have, have you been able to go beyond the mind? I think I've been able to... We should probably stop there when you say I think. Yeah. It kind of defeats the whole thing. My idea of who I am has changed. Yeah. Therefore, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I want you to observe the brilliance of the mind. The mind is not bad, but yet it is, it is self contained, uh, it is absolutely self contained. So the mind again will have you think, yes, I've, I've changed my identity and I've had tremendous growth. And the mind is going, that is so funny because you're still in the mind. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're gonna, the mind is, uh, I'll play a game with you. I'll, we're going to pretend that you're really evolving and becoming masterly and, and that you're on this quest and you're changing your identity. You're still in the mind. It's a big institution. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's huge. And just when you think you've left the corridor of the mind or the brain, you're just in another wing of the institution. Uh, and, and it's very frustrating. I mean, it's absolutely frustrating. Now, take a moment to feel the difference, though, between um, the, the, the thinking uh, that you're making progress. Mm -hmm. uh, all of you, you're thinking that you're making progress, but you're not. You're, you're, you're in this maze, and, and you find out the maze is not just level like this. It's got ups and downs. You're in this maze, and all the time you're telling yourself, I'm really making progress because I'm working hard. I've come a long way. I'm no longer on level one. I'm on level five, level five of the brain. I mean, you're still there. Now, versus your knowingness, there's that aching part uh, of, of all of you. It's called your knowingness, and your knowingness also says, I'm still in the institution of the mind. I'm still in the grounds. I haven't left. Uh, I might have opened a few windows and doors, but your knowingness is like, 
you haven't left yet. You're still there. You're just in a different department. And you're older, and you're more tired, and you're more frustrated, but damn, are we having fun or what? <laughs> Good. Th these are all the effects of the headbands. Of the headbands. Mm, don't you love what you created? <laughs> I never had one. Uh, one more, and then we'll get on with the next question. Uh, th by the way, there's a tremendous amount of wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, tremendous amount of wisdom that's here today. One more. Well, what's the crack in the egg? Well, you've given us one clue, and that's distraction. Yes. Falling asleep works for me. Yeah. I'll tell you a secret, though. Uh, falling asleep. Uh, I'll tell you later. No, I'll go keep ahead. it a secret. Oh, I'll tell you now. Okay. At night, you have these dreams, right? And, and in the dreams, you're doing a lot of running and searching and frustration. In your dreams, the mind you are trying to get out of your mind, but you're hitting all those dead ends. You're still in the institution of the brain and the mind. Even and if you don't remember them? Do you remember your frustrating dreams? You're searching for something. You're lost in the woods. You're in a crowd without your clothes on. Uh, oh, that's a different kind of dream. <laughs> I just picked I I'm channeling you. I aware of that one. <laughs> Yes. Mm. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'm sure not many of you had these frustration trying to find something, um, uh, kind of dreams you're lost in the woods. Uh, it's all they're all oh, yeah. dream. Yeah. I've had searching dreams. Yeah, they're all uh, you're lost. You're in a in a foreign town somewhere. You in your dreams you're trying to get out of this this nut house <laughs> okay. institution. Then another prong or avenue would be imagination. Imagination. Ah, okay. But the mind is really a tricky SOB. The mind will say, okay, sure, use your imagination. And, and yeah, let's go beyond the, the boundaries of the institute of, of the mind. Uh, let's, let's go out there. We'll, we'll do a jailbreak when nobody's looking. We're going to sneak out the front gate and run for it like hell. That's if you make something coherent into your imagination. Yeah, yeah. But if you just imagine things and don't try to interpret them, would that still Well, be just for the sake of my, my uh, oh, story. Oh, okay, sorry. So, so I don't want to interfere with you. Imagine that, okay, I've, I've <laughs> broken out of the institution, and oh, whoopee for me. And then suddenly you realize, Damn it, I'm still in the institution. It's just changed the way it looks and acts, but I'm still here. How do I ever get out? Okay, another option. I must be, cra I must be crazy for trying to get out because, no, this is the good life. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I should just be happy with the food here at the institution. And I should be happy with all the other inmates here. <laughs> And even though I'd like to choke them all, but there must be something wrong with me because I want to strangle everybody else that's in here. Everybody. Okay, I must be crazy. Give me some more medication, doctor, please. <laughs> Whoopee Anna for you. Another one that Go goes I'm along with distraction yes. is abstraction. Okay. And that is very expansional because yes. you go to places that you wouldn't have gone without abstracting. There are wings of the institution that have yet to be explored. And, and okay. I'm making this sound terrible, and kind of in a way it is. It is. 
So uh, how do you know if it, you've really gone beyond versus just playing the mind playing a big old game on you? Okay, to me, yes. it's when I, I can close my eyes and I see all this stuff happening to me and I don't know what it is and I don't care. Yeah, yeah. What's happening to you when you close your eyes? Um, I, I just see things. I just see... I mean, it goes really quickly. Yeah. What I don't kind know. of things? I mean, you see, you know, apples floating in the air. Um, you see horses uh, galloping see, across the landscape. I see shapes. Uh huh. I see places that I don't know right, right. what they are. Right. I see. Um, um, <laughs> you see me. I don't. I don't see people. Well, then you're still in the mind. <laughs> I, I don't see people. You don't see people. Well, count your blessings. Okay. Uh, but the question is, and this is, this is a really good question to explore outside of the mind. Okay. How do you know you're not still just in the institution? How do you know they just didn't paint the walls and change the carpet? Um, well, I appreciate the opportunity to learn if I'm still in there, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, but you, you do know, how do you know whether you're still in the institution? If things look familiar, mm -hmm. if I am concerned about how I look or what I do or what people think of me, then I know I'm definitely in the institution. Okay. If I explore things, um, you know, like a picture. Mm -hmm. I love to extract, extract it right. or abstract it into whatever. Yeah. And um, I think that I, I, if I if I look at if I look at something, I know I did it. If I look at something familiar, I feel I'm in the mind. Okay. If it, I look for things that are not familiar. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say you're still in the mind, uh, okay. because I will then, then you start the, the debating, and, and this isn't just about you; it's about everybody. You start that whole internal dialogue and debating: uh, Am I? Am I not? Am Am I powerful enough that I can go beyond, uh, or or am I still stuck in it? And I'm just creating a different look, but it's the same old place. Okay. Uh, and I'll tell you. Thank you. Uh, and okay. I'll tell you kind of the difference. If you're thinking about it, wondering, well, am I really beyond the mind, then you're still in the mind. If you have an aching, a deep aching, uh, the knowingness that there is something else beyond, something else out there, something that you haven't yet experienced, you're still in the mind, but but you're not playing a game with yourself that you're out of the mind. When you have that, that deep yearning uh, and saying, I know there's more, if that yearning is still there, it means, yeah, you're still, you're still in the mind. Because otherwise that yearning goes away, that longing. I know all of you have that, that longing feeling. The longing, you call it what you want, to return to yourself. The longing to be real again. The longing for, for, for you. You're still in the mind. 
when the longing is no longer there, then you've gone beyond. And then there's a tremendous realization that uh, the knowingness, the fulfillment, the, the nost of things. Let's take a good deep breath with that. Crack in the egg. That that back door, the escape route. You know, the mind the mind is an amazing thing. It, it really is. Uh, you you help to design it for for what it is. It's an amazing thing. And there are it's tight and it's gotten tighter. It's gotten more controlling. Uh, and talking about in terms of. Uh, the advancement of culture and civilization, and people being more intelligent than ever, and far beyond you know what the humans were 500 years ago, uh, but um, not really. They've just gotten more in the mind, gotten more in the brain. So there is this crack in the egg, and that's that's what we're going to be exploring. And you'll know that you're still within. As long as there's that longing, you'll know when you've gone beyond, when that longing is fulfilled, when there is pure knowingness. And you're not having to ask or wonder in your mind. Uh, you're not having to say, well, I had a, an hour of nothingness, and so did I go beyond? Um, probably not. So before we go any further, though, I have to ask another question that all ties into this. I talked about the headbands, and again, whether it's a metaphor or whether it's real, it doesn't really matter because you're in the mind. You're there. And it wasn't necessarily bad. It's just that bad is when you're trying to get out of it and you can't seem to find the way. When you're having these endless dreams at night, uh, you're lost in the woods. That's, that's simply a dream of not being able to get out. Uh, when you're still having that deep longing, please God, there's got to be more. I know there's more, but I don't know what it is or how to get there. But all that being said, what was the beauty, the benefit of the headbands, of the mind? What, what was the beauty? Because it wasn't a mistake. It was not a mistake. It only feels like that sometimes, but it wasn't a mistake. So this is real Chambra wisdom. What good came out of it, back in Atlantis and up to now, of the headbands, of being in the mind, of being in limitation? What, what is the mystery and the beauty of it? This is the big one, so please, Linda, choose carefully. Don't think too much. And don't mind me if I'm going to have a little fruit salad. Well, I wonder has I should have some nuts to grow with it, considering what we're doing here. Anything to do here. with deep breathing? Deep breathing. Well, you say take a deep breath, and it mm -hmm. makes the mind go away. Right. But what was the beauty in this whole thing of going into okay. the mind, of diving so deep into into it by going into the prison? What, there, what was the beauty of it? Well, there was more social, social. You know, people were more social. Together. You would do this for some more human conversation. Well, just being with love, that feeling. Love. 
And I'm not going to go with that. Uh, I'm going to edit that out of the whole recording. <laughs> you're, you're just you're giving me uh, you're, you're just giving me garbage right now. Sorry. Okay. Uh, and I understand why, because you're so in the brain. It's it's amazing. When when you got the microphone, you went right right inside. But wouldn't the heart be has something to do with it? Because no, no, no. Heart's controlled by the mind. Oh, okay. No, literally, the heart is controlled by the mind, but. The heart, your emotions, totally controlled by the mind. Ah, that's why people, let's go to the heart. You're just going to a soft part of your brain. That's all you're doing. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously. Seriously. That's one of the biggest scams. Biggest scams around. I'm going to send it master. They, uh, they had a standing ovation that lasted, I don't know, 30 minutes today at the Ascended Masters Club for my brilliance. And I get the microphone thrown at me. This whole heart thing is a total scam of the mind. Uh, it, it will give you a little bit of feel good. Ten minutes a day, two days maybe. Oh, I'm having an emotion. I'm feeling love and I'm feeling happy. It's a scam. I'm sorry, but who's, who here hasn't experienced this? Oh, I'm having an emotion. And then the next day you're crashed. You're in bed, you're crying, and you call out for me. So oh, I had to have more emotions. It's like I'm tired. I'm tired of emotions. Emotions are of the mind. They are not real. They're not real. They're a fabrication. They are a lie of the mind to keep you happy. Well, then, what do you differentiate between uh, emotion and feeling? I'm saying it. Did Linda now. give you the mic? Emotion and feeling. I mean, why are you? You're just throwing them in the same bucket. No, no, feeling is very different. Feeling are the true senses, the 200,000 angelic senses you're not using. Emotions are the human things that come from the mind. The mind made up. Uh, they, they copied, or they tried to copy. Uh, they did a cheap imitation of real sensual feelings. And you haven't had any of those in a long time. You really haven't. A real feeling. You get some kind of once in a while, a little bit of a feeling, but you're still dealing with emotions, and they come from the mind, and they're artificial. They're like, what do you use in your, in your, instead of sugar in your drinks? You use these chemicals. Kind of the same thing. Well, you know, sugar's bad, so we're going to give you chemicals, which are really bad, and they're not real. But, and that's what, I, that's what I was telling the Ascended Masters today. I said, when you go to your, to your channelers, to your teachers and that, and you're working with them on this, and everybody's peace, love, joy, and oneness. Tui! And I hope they get pissed off at me. I hope I shake all that up. Oneness is the biggest lie of the mind right next to emotions. Oneness. Let's all go back to oneness. That's like saying, let's forget about everything we've done and go back to Atlantis and be one again. Uh, no, you are sovereign beings. You're not going to go to one. Oneness is a is a scam, and anybody who teaches it, <laughs> Caldra is like stopping me, but I am stronger. I'm a ascended master. I'll say it. Anybody who is teaching oneness is full of macchio. They are in the mind. They are totally teaching crap on this planet. Why do you think the planet? Oh, come on, please, let me say names. No, no, no. So, uh, where? The benefits of the band. The benefits of the band? 
the fake love or what are you talking about? Emotions. Cause, yeah. So do you think that's a benefit? Well, maybe. Wow. I'd like to sell you a car. <laughs> Good. And this is tough, by the way. This is tough. It's not easy. So I know you're frustrated. You'd probably like to choke me right now. But that's just an emotion. It's fake. It's not real. Your, your real feelings, you, you want to give me a big hug. Not so much. Okay. Next. Come on. There's, this wasn't a mistake. The, headband, the headbands were not a mistake. They seemed to be at times, but there was a beauty in them. There was something that we did, you did. What was it? Shared perception. Shared perception. That is, that is accurate. Uh, that's one of them. And could, where's, where's Linda when we need her? I expected you to be right there. Shared perception. Uh, commonality. Commonality, which, which you didn't have, which led to this whole oneness thing, which kind of was taking it a little too far. Commonality. We could have shared experience. And there was a, there was a beauty to that. Yeah. Good. Part of it, the reason, is because, again, prior to coming to Earth, there was these, uh, the spiritual, angelic families a lot of battles, a lot of you know, back and forth. But now you come down here, and you all, you all are equalized with the, with the headband. You're all equalized. And it's part of understanding the experiences in the angelic realms. Over here. <laughs> OK, that was a good one. Linda, microphone. Let's see. OK, what else? There was, there was a beauty in it. Um, <clears throat> thinking. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. You want Linda to distract you? Yeah. <laughs> look, look at her. What the hell are on your feet? Boots, shoes. I'm Hoo-wah. not sure. Yeah, I haven't seen that since the 17th century. <laughs> so, uh, is a distraction for yeah, for David. It, it David, was an experience. What 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 came? What good came of this? What wisdom? Did you and the Atlanteans have about this whole head, uh, headband thing that you're now just beginning to realize? Going into limitation. Well, sure, that's what happened. But what, you like that? No, but that's the, that is the gift. Finally, yes, come a long way to realize that that no longer suits us and we can change and, and choose differently. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to define it a little bit different. And uh, Linda, then you're going to run like hell and write this down. Uh, I'm going to define Get the microphone. Bef- otherwise, you keep talking. <laughs> uh, going into limitation, why? What was it? Experience. Absolutely. Experience. Uh, the, the I am doesn't care. The I am is like, Whoa, there's something else. Hey, human, why don't you go down there and get really limited, and then let me know how that was. I'll stay here in my, my grandness. But you go down there. It was because it can. It can go into limitation. The, the, and you have to feel this, not think it, but uh, the I am wants to know, to feel, and to experience every potential, not just nice potentials. 
not just big potentials, every potential, and even potentials of absolute separation. Absolute. I mean, could, here you are. Uh, you, get into your I amness for a moment here. Okay, here you are in your I amness. Whoa, wouldn't it be fascinating to experience absolute separation to the point that I didn't even rem- remember me? Let's give it a try. Let's put on some headbands and go for it. So, separation, uh, because it can, limitation uh, for the experience. That's part of it. What else? What, what, what other good came from it? There's a big one. It's like, it's like this big elephant in the room. It's just standing right there. Functioning in the physical. Function, Being able yeah. to um, negotiate the But did you have density. to go to that extreme with the, with the mind and the brain? I mean, couldn't you have gone into physical you know, without being left the front door open so at least you, you could get back out. No. 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 Okay. So so it's helped you to be in the physical. Yes. How in the hell are you gonna get out? Well I guess yeah. I could start like this. <laughs> <laughs> death doesn't get you out of the physical. Not anymore. Used to. But the death ticket doesn't work that way anymore. You go right back in. So yes. how are you yeah, isn't that <laughs> terrible? Yeah. Uh, so how are you gonna get out of the physical? Overload the mind. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, I'm so close to overload. Anyway, right, right. My the mind the actually the likes that. Good. No, you can you can try to overload as much as you want, and the mind is like, bring it on. I'll get bigger. I'll get more expansive. Well, it might think it can. I don't think the mind. I think the mind has limitations, and you can go so far, and then if you add one little more thing, it's going to explode on you. Uh, let me put it this way: the mind is uh, um, how, how to say it. the mind is uh, can be in a never-ending limitation, <laughs> unlimited limitation. In other words, it can create; it can go really broad and wide. It can it can create more corridors, more wings, more departments of the institute of the mind, uh, but it's still the mind. It, it can it can get really big in its limitations. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> what, what I'm saying here is that uh, the mind has no limits when it comes to limitation. It will cr- keep recreating itself to accommodate even more limitations. So the mind can bring you a great big tray full of limitations. You go, oh, no, no, I'm really full. I've had enough. And the mind will say, oh, no, we'll make room for all that. It's just more limitation. Good. So um, I'm not sure what we read in the board here, but I just put physical. Physical? And, yeah. Give the mic to somebody else, then write the word physical, then go running back. <laughs> yes. What, what's the beauty of all this? Um, maybe going into mass consciousness. Going to mass consciousness? Is that fun or what? It's no fun, but it might have a function. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of what David said: commonality. Yeah. The ability. Hypnosis. Uh, the the oneness. Let, let's mm. let's experiment with that. But I'm going to give you a clue. If we experiment with oneness and commonality, we all kind of look the same, act the same, talk the same. What do you really learn from that? One big thing starts with an S. Starts with an S. S. And it's not shit. I mean, it, it, <laughs> I, I, I was channeling one of you. It's, it's, 
self, something self. Sovereignty, 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 sovereignty. So one of the great big gifts of all of this, the headband stuff, being in the mind, commonality, mass consciousness, we are one, not, uh, all of that, is it was a great way to help you eventually realize your sovereignty. It was kind of a warped, crazy way of doing it, but it was like, let's, let's deny the sovereignty. Let's eliminate the sovereignty so that we finally have an appreciation. Because this journey, ever since, uh, ever since really you, you asked that stupid question, who am I, it's all about coming to your sovereignty. That's it. So let's turn these lights down a little bit. Um, they're, they're getting blinded out there. They want to go back to sleep. So, The beauty of the headbands, the ultimate beauty of the headbands, in a way uh, perhaps could not have been done any other way, is coming to sovereignty, understanding from having been in the Borg, in, in the mass consciousness, locked in the mind, what true sovereignty is. That was the beauty, and it's taken from Atlantis till now to really even begin understanding it. That's the gift in the house of Shambra, one of many gifts, but the gift you're going to be giving back to this planet. Sovereignty. I am that I am. Oh, I've been at the other end of the spectrum where I've been locked in the brain, put in the institution with the other prisoners, and told that I'll try to make it good. But I finally understood what sovereignty is. I am that I am. Now, feel into that for a moment. You've, with the headbands and mass consciousness and all the rest of that, and you start to realize your sovereignty, your oneness within you, your uniqueness, your your soul. Imagine now your experience in all this. Imagine how the I Am is rejoicing. It now knows something, has the wisdom of something it never really knew before. Sovereignty. I exist. I am a sovereign being. I am God also. Now, maybe it seems like a kind of a long, cruel way of doing this whole thing with the headbands and getting into the brain, not knowing how to get out and everything else, but it really kind of happened in a flash of time. Uh, it, it, it really has been a hell of an experience. And now you're coming to sovereignty. I haven't answered your question yet how we get out, how, what's the crack in the egg, what's the glitch in the system. We'll get to that in a little bit. But before we do, I want to talk a little bit more about, well, let's talk about the brain. Uh, I'm going to put a, have them put an image on the screen I asked uh, early this morning, Calder, to, uh, to find. Uh, and the question is going to be, as this image comes up on the screen, what's wrong with this picture? What's wrong with this picture? Anybody get it? It's a headless chicken. 
Now, this is a true story. I did ask uh, Calder to look it up because I wanted to use it as an example today. This is Mike, the headless chicken. It was a real, a real chicken. Uh, Mike was uh, on a farm uh, here in Colorado back in 1945. And the, the farmer went out to get dinner because before, you know, they didn't just open the freezer door or go through the drive in. They went out to the yard and got a chicken like Mike and uh, axe and cut his head off. Well, the, the, the farmer had, had a few drinks that day <laughs> and went to cut the head off and didn't quite sever it uh, the, the way he normally would have. The head fell off, if you go to the next picture here. <laughs> this is a true story. Uh, the head fell off. And Mike wasn't sure what to do, but he noticed that uh, the farmer wasn't sure what to do. He noticed that Mike was still running around. And he thought to himself in kind of a sadistic way, I wonder how long this will last. And went the next day, and Mike is still walking around. And went the next day, Mike is still going. And the farmer thought, well, what if I feed Mike? What if I use a little um, eyedropper and, and some, I don't know what they feed chickens, milk or whatever. And this went on and on and on. And pretty soon, pretty soon this had gone uh, over a week, and Mike was a little scared. Uh, no, I mean, not Mike. The farmer was a little scared. And Mike, Mike didn't know any better. <laughs> That's all I can say. The farmer's like, I wonder if this is Satan. I wonder if this is something demonic, because this chicken is still running around and pooping, uh, eating and pooping, just like a chicken does. Yeah. The farmer told a few people about it, and they said, well, you've got a real gem on your hands there. You can make a little bit of money off of Mike. You keep feeding him. You take him out and show him around to a few places, charge people a quarter to see the headless chicken, which he did. He made, in um, uh, today's dollars, uh, he made about $50,000 a month in today's dollars, not back then, but by going around and showing this uh, perverse uh, Mike sitting on a pedestal, and people would pay a quarter, one at a time, and come in and see Mike. This went on for 18 months. True story. 18 months. And the only reason why Mike died is because the farmer, who was taking him around from show to show to show, uh, had a little bit too much to drink once again, because now he's in the money and he's really living the high life. Well, he forgot to bring the little tools that he would use to clean out Mike's throat uh, so he could feed him. And he was, he was feeding Mike some uh, corn, <laughs> which isn't real smart, uh, you know. And, and Mike started choking on it, and the farmer didn't have the tools to clear his throat, and Mike fell over dead. Now, the moral <laughs> why do I, why am I telling this story? Why am I telling this? They applaud me at the Ascended Masters Club. Here are they. Me. Why? Because you are not your brain. You are like Mike, and you're still going to keep operating. You identify with the thing on the top of your head, and the fact is that you could keep, maybe, you could keep living like Mike did. I'm using this as an extreme example. This thing right here you identify with so much is not you. It is a, simply a processor that has the capability of taking uh, broad bandwidth, a lot of spectrum, a lot of thought, thought, 
and reducing it down, limiting it, and then boxing it in. The mind is, the brain is really good at that. The brain, your brain, holds no memories. There are no memories in your brain, none whatsoever. Your brain uh, does not generate any energy whatsoever. None. It uses energy. It does not. It's not an energy source. Your brain has no intelligence in it. That's not an insult. That's a fact. Your brain has no intelligence whatsoever in it. It is simply uh, a device. Uh, it, and you know, you've got part of your brain that's reptilian, part of your brain that's uh, mammal, part of your brain that's evolved over time into the human. Uh, but your brain is simply a processor. The brain holds no memories. The one thing the brain uh, got good at was uh, fooling itself and therefore fooling you into limitation, not being sovereign anymore. It did a really good job. But maybe that's the whole plan. Maybe that's the whole plan. Now, I say your brain doesn't hold any of these. Your mind is a little different. Your mind. Your mind is not your brain. Do not mistake it. We can cut Mike's head off and, and Mike still lives. Your mind is a little different. Where is your mind? Uh, by the way, the, I love the, the way the word mind has come to be. Mind is not only kind of a um, kind of a psyche, a kind of almost a spiritual or a spirit uh, aspect uh, of the brain, but uh, people say, "Mind your business, uh, mind the teacher, uh, mind your manners." Uh, they're even using that word now. It basically means control, limit, control and limit. So, where is the mind? We can cut your head off. We're not going to, I promise. Uh, we can cut your head off, and, and you could st- uh, still live, maybe. Mike did. Where is your mind? Where is your mind? Anybody? Show of hands. In your aura? In your aura. Um, your aura is basically kind of a, the, you're an en- energy field. It's an emanation of your field. But your mind is not in your aura. Anybody else? Where is your mind? Yes. Uh, microphone, please. Where's that mind? Yeah. Well, the first thing that came to me was it's like up in the iCloud. High cloud? I cl- you know. iCloud. iCloud. Oh, the iCloud. Yeah. You know, it's the iCloud. Yeah, iCloud. yeah. Yeah, where's the iCloud? Nowhere. Nowhere. Right, right. Nowhere. So uh, anybody else? Where is the mind? What what is the mind? What is the mind, and where the hell is it? Because if we're going to go beyond it, we got to have a little understanding of where it is. Well, the mind is the navigator for the body. I'm sorry. The mind is the navigator for the body. Yeah, for the yeah, kind of. Yeah. Reality. Yeah, but where where the hell is it? In, in no place. Is it in your foot? No. Is it in your heart? No. No. Is it in your brain? No. Wow. Isn't it interesting that the brain, uh, it, it, 
it is the thing the brain and the mind uh, actually combine together to create pain in your body. And pain is actually really not real. It's, it's, an, it's an impulse yeah. of, of the mind and the brain. But isn't it interesting that the brain and the mind were so deviously smart? The brain can't feel any pain. The brain, ha- you could, the brain, you could do. I could do brain surgery on you later, and you're not going to feel any pain. There's no pain receptors in the brain. Isn't that fascinating? That should tell all of us a lot about the brain and the mind. Yet it will deliver the uh, feeling of the sensation of pain. Some of you are feeling right now in your bodies. It's not real. It's not real. Uh, by the way, I know. Shamba really wants to go into the light body, but we've got to cover this stuff first. Otherwise, you're just, you know what's going to happen? Say, yeah, let's drop all this other stuff. Let's get the light body in here. All it's going to be is an artificial uh, manufacturer of the brain and the mind. That's all it's going to be. And you're going to be playing that game, the light body game. Oh, I'm bringing in my light body, and, I'm, and I've got the. It's like, no, it's just another wing of the Institute of the Mind. You're still in the crazy bin. That's why we've got to get through all this. We've got to get beyond the mind before we can bring in the light body. And I've said it before, I get a little uh, upset once in a while with these people pretending to teach light body, and they haven't gone out of their minds yet. You, you, <laughs> and therefore, the light body is just going to be a new wing in the nut house. That's all. Okay. Where were we? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Your your body, your brain. Uh, where, where's your mind? It's, it's not a physical. Um, can be in another um, dimension. No. It's actually yeah. it's just a navigator for the physical. That's why they had pander. Right. That's what they did for. Oh, you got to hold that mic up to your mouth. Yeah. Up to your brain. Uh, that's what we did for us to stay in the body, and we can navigate. But where the is the mind? Where is the psyche? Where? It's, where? It's just the chemical. Is it in here? No. No. It's just no. The no. It's not. No. It's not in there. The brain holds no memories. It is not creative. It it, it uh, does not uh, really solve problems. It, it the, the brain. The brain is just a, a processor. That's all it is. It's not, a, it's not even a memory storage device. So where is the mind? Linda will keep running that microphone around. Where is the mind? And what is the mind? Put the picture of Mike back up again here, just to encourage everybody. <laughs> I feel like Mike right now. <laughs> where, is, where is the mind? With all these memories, lifetimes of memories, and, and emotions, and feelings, and judgments, and uh, uh, awarenesses, and experiences, where the hell is it? I'm in my mind right now because I couldn't yeah, yeah, imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, in my, in my thinking, it's always been, you know, that the brain has always been responsible for all those things, and you're telling me now that it's oh, no. not. Cut off and the head, like, and, and, and still the body yeah. keeps going. Um, and, and that's a common perception yeah. that it's all that memories are in here. Yep. They're not. 
And we could do a little dissecting later if somebody's willing to volunteer, and we could show you that there's nothing yeah. in there. There's nothing except chemicals and electricity and a connection to the mind. But where is the mind? One more, one more. Okay. Where is the mind? Does anybody want to take a shot at it? Is it um, a, a, a part of consciousness? That it is a part of consciousness. Thank you. Thank you. And where is consciousness? Everywhere. Everywhere. No, not everywhere. Where is in your consciousness? In the I am. It's me. You say it was I in Canada? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's where you are. The mind is a fragment, a part, very limited part of your consciousness. And your consciousness is wherever you are, not just physically, but in awareness. And the mind is a little sliver of, of that. It doesn't occupy time or space or anything else, but it's part of consciousness, your consciousness. And this is very, thank you, you got it right. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And ding, 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 yeah. Okay, you can kill the, kill the chicken now. Uh, we've had enough of that. Okay, yeah, you're just when you're getting used to it. Big point as, as we go forward, as we go beyond the mind. It is just a point of consciousness. That's all it is. It's not here, and it doesn't exist in time or space. It is a little facet of your overall consciousness, the I am that I am. The headbands got you really focused into that little facet, and then you believed that that was you. Well, it's part of you. We're not going to destroy the mind as we go beyond it, not at all. But you believe that thoughts are here. You believe that what you see with your eyes are real, and it's not. It's part, but a very small part of reality. You believe that uh, what you sense in your body is this thing called pain or pleasure are real, and they're not. Uh, they're a little fragment of reality, but they're not all of it. And when one starts believing that it's real, and that's, that's the extent of reality, uh, the pain in your body, a thought in your mind, uh, or, uh, any of that, that's when you really get trapped and limited. But when you, when you allow yourself that there is so much more, and it's right here. It's not out there. It's not in there. It is right here. And it's always been right here. It's always been right here. So let's take a deep breath. Let's put a little music on. and. I got you all into your headaches today. This is great. Uh, oh, the head is so, yeah. So be like, be like Mike. Just, <laughs> just cut the head off for a moment. Let's put on some music and bring this to a morab. Where we're going in everything we do is being able to stay on this planet as an embodied master, with a mind, with a brain, of course. But with so much more to be sensual, to, to be sovereign, sovereign being. And you know, that was, that was a dream of the soul. And what the soul dreams become so after the experience of the human.
It was the dream of the soul to really understand, to know itself as truly sovereign. That's what you've been doing. This whole being in the brain and the mind and this whole headband thing coming to sovereignty. You know, the funny thing about uh, the brain, it's, you're going to really learn to appreciate it uh, and the mind. The brain and the mind are self-contained units. I mean, they, keep, they stay within themselves. As long as you're thinking about your enlightenment, you're thinking about going beyond, you're still in the brain. You're still in the institution. I said before that you have a lot of dreams at night. Maybe you remember, maybe you don't, but dreams that you're searching for something, a dream that you're lost, a dream of great frustration. Dream that somebody has taken something away from you, and you're trying to find them to get it back, or you're just angry that they took something for you. These are all dreams of trying to trying to break free, trying to find your way out. It's the mind's way of interpreting. Of course, the mind does not interpret what you could say. Um, Authentically, it puts it in human terms that you might understand, but these are all dreams of trying to find your way out. And even in the dreams, you find that it's just another dead end street. Somebody asked me recently, why, why aren't dreams fun and joyful? Shouldn't I be floating off in the clouds at night and having a grand time? One of the levels that you dream of every night is trying to get out. Those are the dreams you remember, and it's frustrating, very frustrating. But there's another dream. It's kind of overshadowed by your human dream of the mind and everything, but there's another dream that I'd like to feel you to feel into right now. It's not a dream of the mind. It's not a dream of limitations. It's a dream of knowingness. The knowingness that you're not sentenced to the mind forever. The knowingness that there is a lot more out there. Oh, so much more out there. But don't think in terms of just the human senses or perceptions. Don't think in just terms of uh, being younger, smarter, any of that. By the way, there's absolutely no intelligence in the brain. There, there is none. A lot of people think, well, I'm really smart. My brain is intelligent. There's not. There's chemicals and electricity and a lot of tissue and blood and gook. But there's no intelligence in your brain. But, but I deviate. Back to the dream. There's a dream of knowingness. It's the knowingness that brings you through, brings you out of 
the limitations of the mind. And all you have to do is let that knowingness take you. I'll take you by the hand. But stop thinking. Let that that dream of the knowingness. That's really actually been the very best guide that you've ever had. Let it continue to guide you now, beyond the mind. Don't think about it. It's your knowingness. It's your nost. Nost means knowingness. Let it take you beyond the mind, and as it does, remember what the human part of you is really here for. It's for new. It's for new experience. In the mind, you kind of forgot about that. In the mind, you became very patterned. By the way, the, the, all these patterns, all these limitations, they're not in the brain. They are part of that limited consciousness. Now, if you would, right now, just let that knowingness, your knowingness, let it walk you right out of the headbands. Let it walk you right beyond the mind. And remember that for whatever you get into, including the mind and control, headbands, whatever you got into, you can also get out of. Like my crystal, my story of the crystal, I got myself in. It took me a long time to realize if I got in, I could get out. With that realization and one simple step, I was out. Now we come to the time, dear friends, of new. That's a little scary for the human that's been in the institution. You know, when you've got a prisoner in a prison for a long time, 30, 40 years, and they suddenly let the prisoner out, it's scary. As much as they've dreamt about freedom, it's scary. They're not used to it, and actually a lot of them. Over 75% end up going back to prison, not because they're bad people, because they can't deal with new. They've gotten used to being in the prison, so they find a way to get themselves back. We're going into new, but it's what the human does so well. We're going beyond the mind and beyond limitations. We're going into what other people might think is crazy. We're going into new. It's an experience. And the knowingness, the Nost asks you simply to embrace it. 
it's a little challenging in the human who's been in that prison for a long time to know we're just going to walk right out. The human is a little worried. What's it like out there? It's been a long time. Are the guards at the prison going to try to chase me down and get me back in? What's going to happen? Am I going to go crazy? But I ask you now simply to take the hand of your knowingness, of your nost. As Tobias called it, the fourth leg of the stool. And to embrace what new comes in your life. Yes, we'll get into the light body. Yes, we're going to get into all sorts of things that you'll find so delightful as embodied masters on this planet. Right now, let's just walk beyond the limits of the mind. Oh, by the way, this uh, experience that I mentioned in our last gathering, the 45 to 60 days, it's all about preparing you, getting you ready to walk beyond the mind. The mind will still be there. It will still exist, but you'll have a whole different relationship with it. You'll actually come to appreciate it once you're on the outside. All the energies are being prepared to let you just walk out. That's what's been going on. And we have maybe another couple of weeks, a month of this whole disorientation in the mind, but it's all about walking out. So please now, if you would, just follow your knowingness right out of the limitations of the mind and follow it into your true consciousness. The mind is just a tiny, tiny facet of your consciousness. Follow the knowingness into what some would call a beyond. Beyond implies, though, that it was off somewhere else, and it's not. It's right here. Don't try to do anything else. Don't think about it. Don't do some sort of strange exercises or ceremonies, because then you're right back in there. It's got you, the mind. Just take the knowingness, the nos by the hand, and walk right out. So, dear human, get ready for something new. That's what you do so well, so, so very well. You do new and experience. The Master doesn't. The Master doesn't do anything new. just takes what you've done and brings it to wisdom. The I Am can only 
imagine or dream of new, but you, the human, can actually do it. Let's take a good deep breath here. And the beauty of this day. Also remembering, now as these headbands start coming off, remembering there was a beauty in it. There really was. It wasn't a mistake. You come to appreciate it very deeply as you stay on this planet as embodied masters. It was all about sovereignty. Let's take a deep breath together. And coming back to my opening statement today, you're crazy until you're not. With that, my dear friends, remember that all is well in all of creation. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for being here, listening in from all over the world, literally. Thank you for being here, for being a part of this shout. Thank you to our in-studio audience, to our staff, the angels, all the supporters. Thank you, and we'll be back. And literally, I believe it's July 1st Saturday. <laughs> And as the music plays out with the closing credits, the, the music, the name of the music playing is Ghosts That We Knew. So with that, enjoy those credits, and we'll be back in one month. Thank you so much. Saw my pain washed out in the rain and broken glass. Saw the blood run from my veins, but you saw no fall. No cracks in my heart And you knelt beside My hope torn apart But the ghosts that we knew Will flicker from view And will live a long life So give me hope in the darkness That I will see the light Cause oh, they gave me such a fright But I will hold as long as you like Just promise me we'll be alright Turn
Flicker from you and we'll live along. 